You're listening to Soccer Report Extra with Bobby McMahon and Owen O'Callaghan. Welcome to this week's Soccer Report Extra podcast. I'm Bobby McMahon and just to let you know, um, we're having some technical bugs. So Owen O'Callaghan at the moment is on the other end of the line and we have Luke Crawford at the controls and we've got everything set at the moment but... uh, we are not having the greatest confidence that this is going to last, so we're, it may finish <laughs> up to be a bit of an abbreviated programme this week. So we're going to get right into it, and there's going to be more rapid-fire Soccer Report Extra podcast this week. So, Owen, uh, excited about this weekend's international friendlies? In a word, no. Uh, next topic, Bobby, do you want to move on quickly? Uh, will the League of Nations make it any better? Uh, yes, I think it will. I think it, you know, I think the international window is always that frustrating time where, uh, and usually it kind of interrupts a bit of momentum too in terms of domestic competitions and what's happening in Europe. And um, your kind of mind is focused on how things are shaking down. And last week we had Champions League and teams qualifying for quarterfinals, and then that kind of momentum stops. And now we're kind of focusing yeah. on international, meaningless kind of. Um, meetups between uh, Nicaragua and um, Cote d'Ivoire um, and, and, and obviously then as well as football fans you try and feign your interest and think oh yes of course I'll tune into that on Friday uh, but of course you won't but you find something else to do yes exactly you you, you instead uh, watch some daytime television um, or you <laughs> look at Instagram on your phone um, and, and and essentially then tell your friends uh, that you've actually watched Nicaragua against uh, Cote d'Ivoire and that uh, everyone should pay attention to the actual 17-year-old kid that Cote d'Ivoire brought on at halftime. You've actually just scanned the report on, on online. That's all you've done is because you you know your interest level is just not at that, at that level anymore, unfortunately. You're giving away all your secrets, Owen. So um, what we do have to look forward to is uh, returning Champions League book, CONCACAF version and UEFA um, uh, Champions League version so we're down to the semi-finals of CONCACAF uh, Toronto against Club America and we have Shivas Guadalajara against New York Red Bulls what did you see of the quarterfinals and how do you sum up the quarterfinals of the tournament and how it went uh, I watched uh, with interest uh, the uh, the Toronto game um, and it, to be honest I actually felt that uh, that Toronto for that first half struggled against against Tigres, and I I was concerned at the end of that first half. There were it was a lot of last ditch um, challenges in the area and people throwing themselves at a ball um, to make those kind of frenetic frenzied blocks. And you're kind of thinking to yourself, mm, there's only so much time that they can kind of survive for before there's a, an inevitable goal back for for the home side and. Unfortunately for for Tigres, you know you kind of have the new wave Toronto, where they they do have uh, some clutch players that can get them out of trouble, and that's really why you you pay handsomely for the likes of Jovinko. It's it, you know Jovinko can can be struggling to get into a game and struggling to make some space for himself and to carve out a bit of an influence. Yet there could be a set piece and up he steps, 
and he curls it in the near post and that's really why you pay these yeah. guys the big bucks and ultimately as well it was kind of a reflection I was, I was thinking about Toronto uh, in terms of that performance but also in the context of MLS uh, where Toronto are they just seem to be out on their own a little bit even when it comes to that sort of stuff in terms of personnel and in terms of those uh, that, that calibre of player that can turn it on um, when when they want and obviously when Giovinco goes a bit quiet they can switch it up and they've got someone like Galtador it gives them a, a, you know another outlet in terms of games um, in terms of that result it, it's it's an, it's it, it was a really really excellent result for TFC um, I, you know I think that that they show plenty of character not that they, they that they're without character but in terms of that we talked about it in the last podcast episode um, going down there um, you know it was seen as something that uh, maybe was a little bit easier said than done in terms of uh, in terms of that fixture but but they they survived they got out of the jail and they're well placed here you know it's um you know in, in terms of CONCACAF we spoke about the challenges for MLS teams in the past um, but I, I mean I would certainly give them a chance against uh, against Club America um, you know and uh, it's it's uh, and, and it's weird because it, they've you know it's been a mixed enough start for them domestically uh, in terms of MLS so potentially CONCACAF in some sort of bizarre way gives them a little bit of an outlet and gives them a little bit of distraction from something that's not quite going uh, the way that they may have liked in terms of their own competition I thought at the start that second half like Tigris uh, almost well they didn't almost they, they, they up to pressure they up to pace and it's almost a case of Toronto uh, showing the resilience and almost broke the back I, I think to some extent they um, the Tigris spirit, especially when that first goal went in, and, and then it was sort of catch up from there on. Uh, did you happen to catch the New York Red Bulls against Tijuana? I I didn't see the the full game. I caught some some highlights of it um, after afterwards, um, but uh, really really impressive display. I thought of counter attacking, um, especially focusing on that left side of the Tijuana defence, which absolutely got destroyed just picked them apart and um, so many of the goals came from that side I was really quite impressed by New York uh, Red Bulls now you know whether Tijuana's heart was in it I don't know but the opposite kind of happened um, to Seattle going to Chivas uh, and playing in Guadalajara and Guadalajara Chivas Guadalajara kind of took Seattle apart uh, the other thing, in terms of uh, you know, in terms of concap terms and stuff like it, but it's an extension of a conversation that we had uh, in terms of MLS last season, in ter- regarding Eastern Conference and Western Conference, where once again you extend it even further. Yeah. The success stories of of something within concap Champions League is um, Toronto FC and New York Red Bulls in comparison to Seattle and Colorado on, on the other side of of, uh, of, of the continent um, and, and what where that leaves MLS um, where that leaves certain franchises in particular um, not sure you know in terms of the value of, of the uh, the discussion or value of the conversation topic but it's probably worth mentioning that um, it's it seems to be a common narrative uh, particularly over the last uh, over the last nine or twelve months you're listening to soccer report extra Keep up to speed with the podcast and get all the latest news, musings, and rants from Bobby and Owen by liking us on Facebook at Soccer Report Extra. Now, back to the show. Thank you for listening to Soccer Report Extra. Abbreviated version this week. We've got some technical gremlins that have uh, impacted on the recording, but uh, hopefully um, you'll enjoy the short 
in, but hopefully informative piece. On behalf of myself, Bobby McMahon, Owen O'Callaghan and producer Luke Crawford, thank you for listening and cross our fingers we'll be back with a more in-depth version of the Soccer Report Extra podcast next week. For someone who's so keen to snuggle, you cause a lot of trouble. Thanks for listening to Soccer Report Extra. To keep tabs on the podcast and get all the latest news, musings and rants from Bobby and Owen, like us on Facebook at Soccer Report Extra. Music for this podcast graciously provided by Manitoba's hottest indie pop group, Misery Slims. Check them out on Spotify and YouTube and follow the band on Facebook at Misery Slims.